All right, check this out. Drop something special on you. This is part two, okay? 17 to 33. All right, I think I'm gonna have to do a part three, but listen, you know, I wanna tell you guys, sometimes in your life, this is kind of symbolic, what you're gonna hear about my story, okay? Sometimes in life, look at this. See this building over here? Sometimes in life, you gotta tear shit apart and rebuild it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, let's go. It's Wednesday, August 31st, 2022. It means I'm 33 years old. All right. And uh, this is part two. You know, episode one, I told you a lot about where I grew up, things like that. But, uh, you know, 33 years old today. Sometimes you got to remind yourself who the fuck you are. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, the, this, this second part, maybe even a third part, you're going to see, you know, a lot of the consistency in the story is, you know, that there's been a lot of times where I've been the underdog, you know what I mean? And I've made shit happen. And, you know, what, what, why am I doing this? Why, you know, documenting all this shit? Because for a lot of reasons, you know, I got, I see the way of the world. Okay. People are getting rich off of fucking NFTs and shit, you know? I'm not going to be the type I've spent my whole life in retail and things like that, you know, moving up in companies and it's, it's a, it's, it's a savage world. You know what I'm saying? You really, it's, uh, in order to grow in those world, you have to have two things. Okay. You're going to be throwing people under the bus, number one, or you could outshine everybody with your performance. Number two. Okay. And number two, it's really hard to do. Let's be honest. Okay. Fortunately for me, that's the way I got around it. But once I got to a certain level, we're going to get into all that. But I'm trying to take my experience and flip it, okay? I've got a lot of big things planned. We're going to talk about that. But anyway, look at this. 33 years old, and I can't even grow a full beard. You know what I'm saying? I was going to shave, but I want to show you that. Something I should be embarrassed about, but you know what? It makes me look 22, 23. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what, you know, the last couple of years, that's something I've realized is, you know, I've been through a lot of shit, a lot of humbling shit, and um, <clears throat> it's all about your attitude. You know what I'm saying? It's all about taking the negative and flipping it into a positive, you know, the mindset. So, like, while he's over there thinking, let's get in a quick word from our sponsor. It's going to be 33 years old today. Listen, I wish I could have a drink, but as old as I am, my body just doesn't process it the same anymore. Okay? I get tired. I feel like shit the next day. That's all because of my vitamins. Not anymore. The good folks over at Smart Patches reached out to me. They said, listen, check out this product. You put these on before you go out, and it's going to make sure that you have enough vitamins, minerals, enzymes to keep you hydrated, motivated, and not wake up feeling like shit the next day because we know how it is. Woo! So there's going to be a link in the description. Hit that link. I'm going to get you 15% off your order. Let's do this. So, you know, the common theme I've noticed with my generation is uh, we were all raised to be pretty rebellious. Okay, that's why you see with the woke culture, everybody's been, you know, pushed to stand up for themselves. You know what I mean? And the town I grew up in, it's, so that's part of the reason I am the way I am. You know what I'm saying? My, my dad was a cop. My mom was a nurse. Uh, my dad really pushed rights and things like that. He was all about uh, non-censorship you know, good for him as it should be. And uh, you see, you know, the last couple of years, that's something 
that's not been so uh, something we thought would always be, you know, a, a right, you know, in the United States. And you see it, it's already, it's, you know, that shit's going away. But anyway, you know, <clears throat> my parents, to be honest with you, you know, why am I doing all this? It's helping me reflect back on a lot of things, you know. And uh, most recently, I've come to think that I do, I, I, I do have autism. I, I come to think that because for a lot of reasons, there's a ton of symptoms, a lot of ways I think and shit like that. And listen, it's, it's not a bad thing. Okay, number one, you can't go to a doctor and get like a blood test and figure it out, okay? But there's been a ton of, <clears throat> a ton of, ton of really successful people like Albert Einstein, Elon Musk, you know, there are a ton of comedians, Seinfeld. The list is crazy. You can Google it yourself. But, um, you know, and I think that's why, you know, a lot of things I've laughed at, like m myself. Like, I have, like, selective hearing, it seems like, my whole life. And one of the symptoms, and this is true, like, I get so tunnel vision. That's one of my weaknesses. I get so tunnel vision that that I lose sight of what's going on outside. That's, that's legit. Like, I, there's times I go deaf. You know, I've worked in kitchens and things like that, and under high-pressure situations, 100%. I, I thrive in those situations, but, um, you know, that's one of the symptoms. A lot of, uh, there's a lot of shit. But anyway, you know, and it's it's nobody's fault that nobody notices it, to be honest with you. Like, my parents, uh, my dad was a cop, like I said. Um, he had a pretty crazy schedule. He, he worked overnight a lot, and so, you know, he had that going on. And then my mom was a uh, nurse, but she continued to go to school. Like I told you from the beginning, when I was born, my mom's situation, it was similar to what I see, you know, a lot of my peers and stuff. Like, you know, they, they got pregnant and they got to they gotta make changes right away. You know what I'm saying? To better themselves. And my mom still to this day continues to do that. All right. So it's a pretty remarkable thing. But, you know, so a lot of my time, I had a really, really close family. And um, so I spent a lot of time, you know, here and for a few days and then here for a few days and here. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? But I think, like I said, for me, I was a, I was only child for the first few years. And then even my sister, you know what I mean? At, at that time, <clears throat> you know, I would, I would classify myself as kind of being a loner, you know what I'm saying? Which is nothing wrong with that. I was just a curious person. But that's helped me, you know what I'm saying? That's something that I've used and uh, as a tool to my success, okay? How so? Because I start digging into, you know, like for me, for example, I've worked in retail for a long time, so digging into operations, right? How things work and things like that, that's what I do, you know? And uh, so, anyway, so I spent a lot of time, and, and my parents were great people, just to paint a picture, like, you know, there was a lot of times I had close friends, they would come and live with us, you know what I'm saying? Like my parents, like I said, my, my dad was so big on, on uh, not censorship, like not, not having things censored, that's a right, you know what I'm saying? And you see even now, like I say, with COVID and everything, that's something we're, we're really surprised with the amount of shit that's being taken away. But anyway, one example, when I was a kid, um, I was in the middle of wrestling practice, a group of friends and everything. And so anyway, the, the coach is like, yeah, come with me. This is just to tell you how the type of people my parents are, okay? 
And so the coach was like, yeah, come with me. You got something to talk about. So what had happened, some kid got uh, caught with a bunch of weed in his locker or whatever, and he just threw out a bunch of random names. We get down to the principal's office, and the principal's like, we can give you a blood test. And I'm like, oh, is that true? Okay. And he's like, we can go to your house and flip your house upside down and look for it. And I'm like, okay, I, you can go ahead. It's 2.41. There's after, you know. And uh, I got home the next day that night and I told my parents about it listen they were in the school the next day all right nobody ever said a word to me after that at school I walked out the front door every day after that for lunch I didn't give a fuck you know what I'm saying I took advantage of it that's my fault I'm not kidding you I would walk out the front door and wave by nobody said a word to me after that because they, they can't do that shit you know what I mean but that's the type of people my parents are. They stood up, even if I did have it at home. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck? You can't, you can't threaten kids like that. And uh, anyway, so that's the type of people they were. You know, they were really good. You know, but um, you know, the next couple of years, this is the type of things that really shaped me. Because, like I say, as I do this, I'm starting to reflect a lot. So one of the things, you know, I told you the town. Here's another observation. You know, it's a small town. And I told you this very clicky, right? There's like social classes for no reason, honestly. You know, some people might be a little bit better than others, but even the ones that are up here are just a couple steps away, you know, from being the, with the less fortunate folks. You know what I mean? And that's, like I say, it's average town in the United States. I'm sure there's thousands of others that are just like it. Okay. And um, so you can take value in what I say. You know, so anyway... Like when I was in school, the, the the basketball team, it was all the cops' kids. That's kind of interesting. I didn't make it because I was too short. That was an excuse. But anyway, it was all the cops' kids. So I don't know. Maybe maybe the coach had a problem with DUIs. I have no idea. That was another thing. You know, I learned early on. You know, I was always very aware, right? And and um, that was one of the things. You know, my dad, like my dad being a cop, I was always really aware, and. Uh, I'm always a good, really good people reader, all right? But anyway, there was a... That's my boy Gilbert from uh, Inglewood, okay? I never thought I'd be a cat person, but look at me, I'm like over here, fucking Tiger King, all right? But, uh, you know, so sport-wise, you know, I wrestled, and uh, I did that for, for five, six years. But my senior year, there was some bullshit, a group of friends and myself. That, well, first of all, that thing happened with the weed, right? That was crazy in itself. But then, um, <clears throat> you know, they wanted us to practice with the freshmen and shit. It was some crazy shit. All, a group of friends and myself, and we all had records the year before where we were like 75%, you know, wins, you know what I mean? So, uh, kind of crazy. So we quit. You know, and that was one of the things. I'd never like how that ended, you know. And so, but that that was one of the things, you know. From there, I learned, you know, I'm going to do things on my term. You know what I'm saying? And so, that was one of the, that was one of the things looking back that's uh, always been uh, something that I never realized about myself. You know what I'm saying? That was kind of where that attitude started. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, like I said, I don't know, we'll get into that, but, you know, 
in the town I grew up in, there's four things you could do. All right. You could study. All right. The, the folks that did study, they're doing really well. You know what I mean? They stayed around town. And uh, I like where the town's going, to be honest with you. A lot of my peers and stuff, I do like where it's going compared to where it has been the last few years. Okay, so you could study when I was a kid. You could study, you know, you could be in sports, uh, you could do drugs, or you could be a loner, all right? And, uh, you know, I sat in those, those other three. I wanted to take some notes, but, you know, I've done it, I, you know, I've done it all, you know what I'm saying? I don't need to get into that stupidity. Have you guys ever done cat tranquilizer? I have, you know what I'm saying? But it's a good thing to me, right, that I did that shit early on because I see, you know, it's kind of fucked up, you know. But I, w I will mention, you know, one thing I do believe in. You know, I say that uh, I do believe that uh, I have some very autistic tendencies and things like that. I will say, you know, one of the things, and I'm and I'm and I do like the where it's going in the world, is the the marijuana thing. Okay, in my opinion. It's just my opinion. It's helped when, whenever. For me, I never looked at it as, you know, I'm going to get fucked up. It's more of a medicinal thing. You know what I'm saying? That's always how I've seen it. All right. And, uh, but anyway, you know, like I said, uh, there's been a lot of deaths, you know, and that I've, that I've experienced that have all stemmed from that. So luckily I got away from that. There's a lot of people that haven't, and I've never understood why, you know. Now that I'm getting older, I see why. I see, you know, you have people, you know, heroin is one thing I see, you know, that's that's everywhere around the country. But I think people need to be partial to those people and try to understand it. You know, those people aren't pieces of shit. You have to be compassionate. Okay, so why are they like that, you know? Uh, you know, trauma could be one thing. Two could be um, one of the other things is uh, you know you think about people right that have injuries and things like that and uh, you know they get these prescriptions right and then they can't afford it can't afford it so that's the cheaper route anyway we won't get into all that but I do believe that you know I do like where the world's going as far as you see you know I had a I had a good mushroom experience I'm gonna talk about that. But I do, I do think that there is some, uh, there's some benefits to a lot of the natural stuff, okay, Be really quite honest. But anyway, so I got into this, uh, I started to experience deaths, okay, there was a lot of deaths around me, a lot of people that I went to school with died, it's really, really bizarre, um, but that's all there was to do, you know, around there, and, th and that's what I'm saying, that's, that's why I think it's important to talk about, you know, the... There's, when there's not things to do, that's what I say. There's four things you could do in a town like that, okay? And again, there, there's thousands of towns just like that across America, right? So you could study, you could do sports, you could do drugs, or you could be a loner. That's what it comes down to. Let's just be honest, okay? And so I started experiencing deaths. <clears throat> and so what did I take from that? That I need to get away from that. But anyway, so my senior year, you know, I started struggling nice. You know, uh, I, I got away from wrestling, okay, and um, and then I found out I was going to be a dad, okay. So right away, that that's me. I had to defy the odds, 
You know what I'm saying? This is where I say that common theme starts. And this is why I say that I do believe that there's benefits to a lot of this natural stuff. Okay, you do see mushrooms are becoming very prevalent. And I'll explain why I do believe that that's, uh, that that's beneficial. Okay, and so, you know, I was struggling and I found out I was going to be a dad. And so, you know, I was really depressed, to be quite honest with you. And, and that's, let's get into that really quick. So that was one of the things, you know. When I was uh, like in, a teenager, I was put on, um, and there's nobody's fault, you know, I was put on, um, what was it, Zoloft or whatever? That shit. Let me tell you about my experience with Zoloft. All right, I told you, when I smoke, it's like, I see it more more medicinal, okay? For me, it, slow, it, it slows down my thinking. It really helps me focus. It's kind of the opposite of what you, what you hear. And it, and, and um, I guess the other important thing about it for me is it's almost like like microdosing. You know what I mean? Just to, if I do smoke a lot, I do get lazy. I'll be honest with you. But when I use it to benefit, is I get very focused. I do get active. Okay. But anyway, there's there's benefits to it. But. Um, a jungle in this house. The cat just thought he could jump up six feet. Anyway, so, um, all right, so I was really depressed, you know what I mean? So my parents, we went to the doctor, I ended up getting on Zoloft. For me, it did not, I had an experience with it that kind of took me away. I was like, no way, I'm done. So what had happened was, uh, so I'd taken, I was on it, you know, I was taking it like I, like I should have been according, you know. And so, so I took it, right? And all of a sudden, one day, I had smoked. And this, I should not have had the reaction that I did with something natural, okay? And it wasn't like, listen, it wasn't like the weed was laced, okay? Because I had smoked it the night before and nothing happened, okay? But, like, um, I just remember the buddy I was with, I looked over at him, and his head was like fucking... Uh, What's that game? The James Bond? That game was popular at the time. His head was like the fucking size of James Bond. I'm like, bro, you gotta get me home. I did not feel well. And that's what, that's the last time I took that shit, okay? And um, that's just my personal opinion. I don't know. For me, it wasn't right. I'm not saying it's not right for everybody, but that was my experience with it. So... Anyway, I was really done, and this is why I'm getting into this, okay, because I do believe mushrooms have a, have a you know, I'm going to tell you why. So, I was really down, okay, and, uh, pretty much all my friends were all going off to school, okay, for me, I was, like I said, I was struggling my senior year, I was walking out of school, you know what I mean? And, um, but anyway, I graduated a lot, and like I said, I was going to be a dad, you know, a lot of my friends were going to school, and so I was really down, and so, um, I got a hold of some mushrooms, I went to visit a friend in school, 
And uh, that was, I'll be honest with you, for me, I'm going to tell you what happened, and then I'm going to tell you what happened the following few years, okay? So I was really down, and I took these mushrooms, and I, and, and, um, what I experienced was, I just remember there was like a courtyard, and I just remember being out in this courtyard area, and just looking at all these people, and I'm like, this is how aware I am, guys. I just remember looking at all these people, and I'm like, look at, you're going to be a dad. What you're doing right now is what these people are going to be doing every weekend. Okay, how many, how sustainable is that? You know what I mean? It's not. And, and I was right. And so, I was like, you know, enjoy your time tonight. Come visit when you can, but don't be down on yourself. You need to make the best of the situation. And so that's what I did. So I started going to school at a community college down where I grew up. And at the same time, there was a Walmart that was uh, opening. And so I decided to go work there part-time. Right, the baby was born. And so I had to bring in income, right? And so I went to Walmart, going to school. And uh, the first six months that I was at Walmart, I started getting promoted. Okay, and what happened within those six months? Here's all these kids that were going to school. They were all starting to come home. They had failed out. You know what I mean? So already, I was a little bit ahead. And that's what I'm saying. I defied the odds. You got to make the best of your situation. Okay? I don't know. Like I said, Jocko Willink, I'm going to put the link in the description. He's got a really good, like, two-minute thing where he talks about good. Good. That's been my life. All right? You take what's a fucking negative, and you figure out how to turn it into a positive. All right? <clears throat> that's been the theme alright the last few years for me I think I'm going to have to make episode 3 on Friday continuing this but the last few years for me have been uh, really humbling and w when you clean something up sometimes you got to make a mess of it at first okay but anyway back to this so I was at Walmart right as I was there for 6 months I was getting promoted, here come people from back from school that were failing out, okay? And so, that's when I figured out, you know, how do you get promoted? Like I said, there's two ways. You could, number one, throw people under the bus. That's how it is, you know what I mean? It's like that in retail. I see it all the time, is uh, you... What do you mean by that? So, you you have these you have these folks, and I'm sure it's like this in any job, especially so in retail. This is how you this is how you uh, grow. So you have these folks, right? And they uh, and they like to they like to make other people look bad. You get what I'm saying? By doing that, they feel like that they're making themselves look better. Okay, I wasn't about that shit. Okay, what did I do? I earned people's respect by my work ethic, okay? I would take things that were negative, a messy situation, and figure out how do I flip this into a positive situation, right? And um, you gotta, for me, it was like building my own algorithm. I think that's very important. And that's why I think me to continue doing this is very important, okay? So you gotta figure out your own algorithm. For me, it was a lot of curiosity, okay? I started digging, like I say, I'm very autistic, okay, I started digging into processes and things like that, 
okay? And, and for me, what I would do is I would take, okay, if I have 10 responsibilities, I would take what's the one responsibility out of these 10 that's going to make the other nine look good. If, this, if I can nail this one, then the nine other ones have to fall in place. You get what I'm saying? And, that, and, and, and once you do that, and once you figure out your algorithm, once you figure out how to let things run by themselves, then you can start looking at other things, focusing on other areas. And that's how I continue to get promoted. Okay. So, um, yeah. Within four years from there, like I said, I had this mushroom trip. I had a really, really uh, great realization. Okay, and within four years, you know, I went from being a part-time stalker. Uh, at the time, uh, here's another thing. I think manifestation, people talk about that shit all the time. And uh, is it wizardry? I don't think so. A little bit so. <laughs> but anyway, I think a lot of it is, you know, when you have an idea in mind, you, you work towards that goal. So for me, for example, I was a part-time stalker in Kankakee, 60 miles south of Chicago, and Walmart decided they were going to start building in Chicago. So for me, I thought, okay, I've always wanted to live in Chicago. Uh, I know that it's going to be very difficult to run, but it's going to be a challenge. you got to take the negative and turn it into a positive, right? That's what I said from the, from the get-go. Okay, and so what did that mean? I was going to go up here and have a challenging um, environment, and at the very least, I was going to gain some crazy experience, some unparalleled experience, right? And so that's what I did. I worked towards that goal, and within four years, I was promoted. Okay, I ended up in Chicago, and I was making as much money as my parents were when I was a kid. I remember seeing, seeing their checks, because back in the day, you used to get the paper checks, right? And so within four years... I started managing 50 plus people downtown Chicago, okay, but, um, you know, the thing was is, you know, I got burnt out, I'll be quite honest with you. Um, So the last few years, that's something, you know, I've always struggled with is balance, okay? And uh, why so? It's Again, it's because I get tunnel vision. If I'm doing really well in, um, in business and work life, then, then something else falls to the wayside a little bit. So, you know, this is why I'm working on what I'm doing, okay? What, what, what am I going for? You know, I'm going through some personal shit right now. We got to move and all that. We're still working on all that. All right, that's a whole process. It came very unexpectedly. Um, and, uh, but I know that, you know, my, my entire career and working career, I'm going to do an another episode and talk about the last five years because it has been, it's been a mind fuck. Okay. But anyway, what's my plan? I'm always going to bank on myself. Okay. And I'm going to find that balance. Okay. Um, I've had a growing debt the last few years because of a divorce. And, uh, again, I, I'm going to get into that in the next episode. Um, but, uh, you know, what am I going to do? I'm going to continue doing this. I've grown an audience of like 2.1 thousand, okay, on Facebook. Uh, 1.4 on uh, YouTube, right? I got some, some legit sponsors. I got to figure out how to set that shit up because it is, it's almost like coding. I got, I, this is what I'm saying. I have so much going on in my personal life. 
I, I do have, you know, close friends that I'm, I'm, I'm uh, can't wait to work with. I got a guy that's, um, he's going to be helping me build a website. I got some other shows I want to bring on. Okay, my curiosity, you know, the last few months I've gotten myself into routine. And people are saying, you know, why are you doing this? Well, to be honest with you, it's the way of the world. You know, you see people getting rich off of fucking NFTs and bullshit like that. You know, I look, I go on Facebook and it's a waste of time. You know, I look at TV, it's a fucking waste of time. You know, I'd, I'd rather fucking, uh, this is my curiosity. You got people out in the world talking about illegal immigrants, for example, and how they're taking up resources. This is just me going off on a tangent. You got people out in the world talking about illegal immigrants and how they're taking up resources, getting free shit from the government. When in the, they have no idea that you can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't get benefits from the government if you're illegal. You don't have a social security. You know, people are just a little bit ridiculous right now. So these are things that I want to kind of expose. All right? But, uh, you know, some of the things I, I want to work on some documentaries. All right? One of them is about Chicago. Okay, I've been in Chicago the last, you know, six, seven years, and I love it. You know, there's some great things about Chicago, but I think from an outsider perspective, all you see is uh, Chirac. And I think there's some, quite a few things we could do to fix it. But, um, you know, so this is me. I'm going to be challenging my skills. I'm going to bring a retail aspect to it. You know, I've got relevant sponsors. The media is the way of life. That is what it is. Okay, and, uh, you know, there's opportunities everywhere. My, the, way, the way I've been doing this, I see all these I, I see all these avenues opening up and that's what I need you know I need to bank on myself I need something I can fucking own you know what I'm saying because I'm tired of being that shit's burning me out you know being in a company where you got to throw motherfuckers under the bus that's bullshit you know so I'd rather build my own fucking team you know what I mean I've done it before and I'll do it again all right and there's opportunity everywhere I look at the you know this alderman I look at politics that's something I could easily get into uh, do I want to right now? I'm not wasting my time, you know, even doing this. I've gotten myself in the routine. What else would I be doing right now? Fucking scrolling, sitting on my ass. I am sitting on my ass, but I'm reflecting, you know what I'm saying? I'm not fucking glued to TV, you know, what the fuck, you know what I mean? But uh, I'm going to make some fucking moves. We'll see. Uh, I'm going to try to get on stage. Why? Because that's another challenge for myself. You know, I've been writing comedy and... Uh, I know how to set the tone. I know how to talk to people. This is just going to be me challenging myself. All right, so I'm trying. I'm trying. Let's fucking go. And I'll be back on Friday. You're going to hear the last part, last few years, okay? Because a lot of people would take some of the shit I've been through. And, you know, but for me, I see there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of folks in the world that are in a worse position than I am. It's time for somebody to fucking step up to the plate. You know, there's not a lot of people in my generation that, uh, our fucking voice, you know, a lot of t people are too timid, but anyway, we'll get into all that, let's fucking go, I hope you have a good rest of your Wednesday, happy birthday to me, you know, you as you get to a certain age, it's just another day, but for me, it's been a crazy year, it's time to justify my fucking existence, let's go, hope you